0: Welcome on to another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. We've got a question from Susan today, and we've got Lindsay Parry with us once again. Lindsay, over the last couple of months, we've been asked lots of these sorts of questions on uh, the, the, the training platform within the, the forum on the Coach Parry app. Uh, and Susan is really struggling with heat and humidity and fatigue. She says, I've noticed that I feel increasingly fatigued as the weeks go on on her training. It's very hot and humid here right now, and that is all." Been difficult on me. I grew up in much cooler, drier climate, so is it possible that that could explain it? The heat and humidity, uh, I've been failing to complete my runs due to uh, or to the time duration suggested. She's just not feeling it. Uh, I feel fatigued after about two miles and then I just give up. This week, I decided to continue for the entire duration, even if I do do a fair bit of walking. Is that a good strategy to get the time in that she should be training? Uh, we obviously did uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, a whole session on training in heat and humidity. If you haven't seen that yet, it is under the videos tab with the Coach app. But what advice uh, could you give someone like or Susan and someone like Susan? who Do you push through and just keep going
1: in heat and humidity or do you back off a little bit? Yeah, so Susan, that, that I think is the most important aspect is to accept that heat is a big um, physiological stressor and humidity is a bigger physiological stresses. So heat and humidity are essentially the two biggest physiological stresses that we need to deal with uh, during running. Um, everyone knows the impact that altitude has and for some reason accepts that as a as a limiter. You just know when you go from sea level to, to 4,000, 5,000 feet um one and a half thousand, two thousand meters above sea level. You just know that you you have to adjust your intensity. You, there, there isn't a choice. So because of that, um, the answer quite simply is you must adjust your intensity. If if if, for example, your plan is suggesting a, a ten minute mile pace for an hour. Um, then I would go as far as to say that you probably need to adjust that down to around 10, 30 miles and or increase the frequency and duration of your walk break. So I would still try to get the hour in um, but at a much lower intensity and there will also be cumulative fatigue, particularly if you don't pay very special attention to rehydrating after runs, I mean, you, in, in a hot, humid environment what happens is that the humidity makes it extremely hard for your body to cool down because the environment you are in is saturated. So normally in a hotter, drier environment when we sweat, that sweat evaporates off the skin and that evaporation leads to cooling. And that's why, in a hot environment, you can sometimes exercise fairly close to what you are accustomed to doing, but in the human environment that that evaporation doesn't happen, so your skin just gets super wet, and your body wants to cool down, so it sweats more and it sweats more, and it sweats more and so you lose much more fluid in those environments than you do in a in a dry in a hot, dry environment um almost twice as much, and if you are not rehydrating and looking after yourself between exercise bouts then your overall fatigue is going to to be worse and I would say if you're in an extremely hot and humid environment and you are struggling with the cumulative fatigue is that you may even want to go on to two weeks of loading, one week recovery instead of three weeks of, of loading. So there's two ends of the scale that we can balance and the one is making sure we reduce our intensity and the other one is increasing the frequency of our recovery weeks. Now the good news is that if you train, and you train well in hot humid environments, your body makes very similar adaptations to what you get at training at at altitude. So typically in places that are this hot and humid, when you get into winter much cooler temperatures arrive and it's quite unsettling in a way. Because, as soon as the temperatures get into the acceptable range, you will be amazed at how good you feel, and then you will realize that all the training and slog that you've been doing up to that point has not been in vain. it's worked, and you're going to be able to to perform and I just to to wrap up heat and humidity, we also become less and less equipped to deal with the heat and humidity the older that we get. So we definitely struggle with thermoregulation. So that is another factor to to consider. If you are an older runner, um, then I would encourage you to have a listen to our previous podcast on modalities that you can use to help keep you cool on the run.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you want to check that out, uh, it's under the videos tab on the Coach Parry app. Definitely go and uh, have a look at that. It is well worth the watch. We did it uh, a couple of months ago. It was superb. Lindsay, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Much appreciated. Cheers, Brad. Brad here again before I go if you're peri or postmenopausal, then join sports scientist and head of the female athlete program here at coachparry.com Shona Hendricks in our upcoming running through menopause masterclass if you'd like to recover from sessions quicker not feel fatigued or tired all the time run pain and injury free improve your endurance and of course run faster to and through menopause then head over to coachparry.com forward slash menopause or simply click on the link in your podcast player now